Yeah, so um, thanks for being here tonight, um, whether it's your first time or your last time. Um, <laughs> as you all know, um, we've been going through the book of Colossians, um, really just in chapter one, along with our uh, small groups. And so why don't you turn to Colossians chapter one. And um, Matt had asked me to kind of finish off the chapter here with verses... 25 to 29. So that's what we're going to take a look at tonight um, before we break up into our, our small groups. So once everybody gets there, we will I'll read through it here. It starts off in Colossians 1, verse 25. It says, Whereof I am made a minister, according to the dispensation of God, which is given to me for you, to fulfill the word of God. Even the mystery which hath been hid from ages and from generations but now is made manifest to his saints. To whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory, whom we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom, that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. Whereunto I also labor, striving according to his working, which worketh in me mightily. So the first thing to notice about this, um, this passage here is that it's not a complete sentence. This is just half a sentence. Um, the sentence actually starts up in verse 21. Uh, so the, the, the last period is at the end of verse 20, and then this sentence starts in verse 21, uh, a lot of which Corey covered last week. Uh, but starting in verse 21, it says, And you that were sometime alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now hath he reconciled in the body of his flesh through death, to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. If you continue in the faith, grounded and settled, and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel, which ye have heard, and which was preached to every creature which is under heaven, whereof I, Paul, am made a minister, who now rejoice in my sufferings for you, and fill up that which is behind of the afflictions of Christ in my flesh for his body's sake, which is the church. And then it continues into verse 25 where we started. So that's one giant run-on sentence there. Um, and so through, through this passage, verses 25 to 29, I've got five M's for you, uh, if you're keen on taking notes. Uh, I've got five M's and just a little bit of time, so try to listen fast. Uh, starting in verse 25, the first M is minister. So verse 25 says, Whereof I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God, which is given to me for you to fulfill the word of God. So the word minister here is um, also uh, translated servant or deacon. Um, in Philippians 1.1, Paul calls himself and Timotheus the servants of Jesus Christ. It's the same, uh, same word used there. Uh, but he is he's made a minister of something. Uh, and, and deacon, we, we just nominated some new deacons at church on Sunday. Deacons are someone that serves the church body and uh, under the church leadership. And so he's been made a minister, and um, looking at the, the beginning of the sentence uh, in verse 23, he says he's been made a, a minister of the gospel. So he is a servant of the gospel um, that uh, God has given to him. And we see that uh, the other word in this verse is dispensation. And you hear dispensation a lot, and at the root of it is the word dispense, to, to give out, you know, to, uh, to give something. Uh, and God has given him uh, this ministry, and Corey covered this last week too, 2 Corinthians 5.18, 
And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. So he's been made a minister, he's, been, he's a servant, God has given him uh, this ministry. Uh, so he has, he has a job to do. Uh, the second M is mystery. Verses 26 to 27 it says, even the mystery which hath been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his saints, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. So a, a mystery in the Bible is not, it's not something that you gotta, you gotta try to figure out. It's not like a Scooby-Doo mystery, you know. It's a, a mystery is something that was, it was hidden, but now it's revealed. So I guess it's kind of like Scooby-Doo when they take the mask off, you know, at the end of, of the episode. So it's, it's something that was previously hidden, but now God has revealed it to us. Uh, and in uh, verse 26 there, it says, it is now made manifest to his saints. And the mystery that he's talking about, he defines in verse 27, where it says, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. So to anyone in the Old Testament, having Christ in you would have been a mystery. Having the God of the universe in, you know, in our, inside of us would have been something that they couldn't, couldn't even fathom. But after Christ came to this planet, it's now something that, uh, that is available to us. And the other part of this, he says that it is uh, made known among the Gentiles. So the other part of this mystery is it's, it's no longer just for the Jews, just for the nation of Israel. Now all the rest of us Gentiles have the, the opportunity uh, to, to have Christ in us. So he's, he's been made a minister. He's revealed this mystery of Christ in us. Uh, verse 28, uh, the third M, is mature. And so verse 30, or 28 says, Whom we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom, that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. So the word mature doesn't actually show up in this verse, uh, but the word perfect does. And perfect in the Bible does not mean flawless. Um, it, it means more along the lines of finished or complete, uh, full-grown or mature, uh, something that, is, that has been completed. And so um, he's, Paul says he's been made a minister, so he has a, he has a job to do. And he explains that job here in verse 28. He says, uh, where he says, whom we preach, we're talking about Christ in you, we're preaching Christ, and we've got two things to do. Warning every man and teaching every man. So that's, that's the job that he's been given to do. You've got to warn them if they're not saved, and you've got to teach them if they are. Um, and w when I was reading over this, uh, I'm currently uh, going through the 52 weeks of pursuit, and um, a passage in Ezekiel actually came up uh, last week in my reading as, a, as it's taken me through the Bible. Um, but in Ezekiel 33, one through nine, it talks about warning people. It starts in verse one and says, Again, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, speak to the children of thy people and say unto them, When I bring the sword upon a land, if the people of the land take a man of their coasts and set him for their watchmen, if when he seeth the sword come upon the land, he blow the trumpet and warn the people, then whosoever heareth the sound of the trumpet and taketh not warning, if the sword come and take him away, his blood shall be upon his own head. He heard the sound of the trumpet and took not warning, his blood shall be upon him. But he that taketh warning shall deliver his soul. But if the watchmen see the sword come and blow not the trumpet 
and the people be not warned, if the sword come and take any person from among them, he is taken away in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at the watchman's hand. So thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore thou shalt hear the word at my mouth, and warn them from me. When I say unto the wicked, O wicked man, thou shalt surely die. If thou dost not speak to warn the wicked from his way, that wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at thine hand. Nevertheless, if thou warn the wicked of his way to turn from it, if he do not turn from his way, he shall die in his iniquity, but thou hast delivered thy soul. So God takes this very, very seriously when he gives us, you know, a job to, to warn people. Um, he says, you know, there's, there's a sword coming, and I've set you as a watchman to, to watch out for this sword coming. And um, when he says unto the wicked man, thou shalt surely die, it is, it's our job to warn them of that. And he says, if you warn them and they don't listen, that's on them. You're, you're good, but that is on them if they don't listen to your warning. But if you see the sword coming and you don't warn them, then they're still going to die, but that's on you now. And that's on you if we, if we don't warn them. So um, our, two, our two jobs that we've been given to do, warn every man and teach every man, uh, that we may present every man perfect in Christ or, or mature again. So um, we've been given a job to warn and to teach. Uh, the next M in verse 29 is mightily. So verse 29 says, Whereunto I also labor, striving according to his working, which worketh in me mightily. So he's been given a job to do. He's been made a minister. God gave him that job. Um, he re revealed the mystery of Christ in us, whom we preach. Our job is to warn every man and to teach every man through that. Uh, and but it's, we, we have a job to do, but it is not us doing it. Um, he says, whereunto I also labor, striving according to his working. It is God working through us to accomplish this task, um, which worketh in me mightily. If it was just us trying to work and trying to do it of our own, uh, of our own uh, accord, then it would not be a mighty work. We would fail miserably every time. So we've been given, we've been given this job by God, and he says, you know, it, go do it, but I'm going to work through you. I'm going to do it through you. And it, it will be mighty when he works through us. So in uh, keeping with the, the weekly memory verse, um, Ephesians 3, 7 uh, kind of encapsulates this, uh, this nicely. It says, Whereof I was made a minister, according to the gift of the grace of God given unto me by the effectual working of his power. Um, so you can take that for this week as the, the memory verse from this, uh, from this passage. We've been made a minister. We've got a job to do. We're a servant of the gospel. God gave us that job, and it's the effectual working of his power through us to do it. So the five M's, we've been made a minister, revealed the mystery uh, that we can present every man mature, perfect in Christ as he works mightily through us. And the last M is Mike. My real name's Mike, if you don't know that, but everybody calls me Bruno. So um, I will pray for us, and we can split up into our groups. So. Dear God, we just thank you for, um, for tonight. We thank you for um, the job that you've given us, God. We pray that we would um, take that as seriously as you take it. Um, and God, we know that it's, it's you that'll work through us. It's not up to us to uh, to uh, change people's hearts. All we have to do is warn them, God. 
and uh, it is you working through us that will, that will change people's lives that way. Um, I pray that we would be um, diligent each week to, to look for those opportunities and to, um, to, to keep that mindset, God, of um, warning people, um, and, and uh, if they, they already know you, God, then, then teach us to be, to be more like you. I just pray that you'd uh, work in us to do that this week, God. In your name I pray. Amen.